T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. people haven't quite yet figured out what Joe Biden is doing. But the Canadians, our former allies, understand perfectly. And they're in full freakout mold. You could tell by reading the mainstream media National Post, the big mainstream publication in Canada. Here's just a sample of the freakout. Because the thing about Canada and the U.S., we are highly mutually dependent upon each other for energy, for heat, for oil, for gasoline, for natural gas, for jet fuel, all of it. Here's the January 28th headline, 2021. And you can you can get a, a sense of the panic. Headline, it's a big threat. U.S. aims to shut down another cross-border pipeline, Line 5 to Ontario. This is in addition to the XL. Here's from the article. If successful, Canadian officials warn, the move would vaporize thousands of jobs on both sides of the border and cut off gasoline and jet fuel to Ontario and Quebec. Keep in mind, this is from their perspective. The article is a horror because there's no censorship. So you actually find out what they believe is going on in Washington. And that is the scrapping of key pipelines that are currently moving. Like Line 5, a pipeline carrying 540,000 barrels of Canadian oil and other petroleum products each day from Superior, Wisconsin to refineries in Sarnia, Ontario. The alarm they raise is real. They point out, look, the XL pipeline, that was just for profit for both com- countries. Canada, um, you know, mines the oil. It goes into the pipeline and it's sent to refineries that run, it runs straight down our country and ends up at the Gulf and it gets shipped off and they sell it. We don't really use that oil here, though. We just profit from it. The Canadians are reeling in shock, learning that the Democrats via Washington and state governments are now seriously planning, considering to shut down pipelines that actually carry 
energy we use. Energy without which literally the lights will go out in parts of the Midwest and Canada. They can't believe it. I'll tell you the rest of this story coming up. But I want to tease what's in this podcast. A solution. One that won't just solve this problem and stop Washington from flipping the lights off, but one that will ultimately, if it is used, set parts of the country truly free in a way we haven't been since just after the revolution. That's the good news. Stay put for that. But let me set the table first. The Canadians understood exactly what Joe Biden unveiled this week. That's why they're freaking out, sending their diplomats to try to negotiate. Heck, reason with us. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, understood it perfectly, too. She erupted in joy, saying, as the New York Post reported, Biden's $2 trillion climate push, which he unveiled this week, sounds just like a Green New Deal. It is. What's the key part? Here's all you need to know. It will include eliminating, might want to sit down for this, coal, oil, and natural gas completely as electricity sources by 2035. Folks, we have nothing to replace them with. At the podium, the Biden administration mumbled something about doubling wind production. Well, that's cool and all, but it's still, along with solar, makes up 10%, less than 10% of our energy sources. So double it all you want. We're still going to be sitting in the dark and the cold. We literally don't have the resources to replace this energy. Yet they plan to cut the supply off. In fact, the Democrats' mad plan is simply this. Ban it, bar it, cut off the supply of it, and surely the private sector will invent a way to use wind and solar and things like that to replace it. It's exactly the energy policy used in California right now. Except Joe's is more radical. In California, the goal is to get there by 2045. Here, 2035. What it has is benchmarks you must meet along the way. In other words, you must cease using certain fossil fuels by certain dates. Well, to meet them in California, did you see the rolling blackouts this summer? Let me explain why that happened. They replaced their backup sources with wind and solar. So they could claim they were, you know, X percent of the way there. Well, during the key peak hours where you need the backup sources in the summer, that's generally starting around 4 p.m. Everybody comes home from work, right? They replaced those with only non-fossil-based fuels. In other words, wind and solar. Well, what happens after 4 o'clock? Sun's not very strong. What if the wind's not blowing? Lights go out. Again, these rolling blackouts are what California got just by replacing the backup sources with wind and solar. And this is literally our national plan now. Good. Because it's spurring states to act in a a desperation, with a desperation, they didn't have before. And that could result in a lot more freedom than we started off with even 10, 15, 20 years ago. But again, I'll get to that in a minute. I got to lay out what Joe's plan is now so you can understand what connects it all. Lest you think this is just more of what you saw in the Obama administration, it is not. It is a whole new radical way of doing things. Axios probably wrote the best piece on this. Axios.com is a liberal site. It's in this quote, and it talks about how Biden's policy will be set. Quote, Biden's economic policy team signaled that it will be the first administration ever to construct economic policy around issues like race, gender equality, and climate change. 
rather than around traditional indicators like GDP or deficit ratios. Let me translate. We hatchet job 10,000 jobs in the first week because we don't use indicators like that as success. It does not matter what it does to the economy. It does not matter what it does to the GDP. It does not matter what it does to jobs or how much people suffer economically. We are not, here's what they say, rather than around traditional indicators like GDP or deficit ratios. By the way, that deficit ratio part ought to terrify you. You know what that means? It means we now have a higher debt-to-income ratio as a government, as a a country, than we did after or in World War II, the all-time high, and they don't care. Nothing is going to start stop the borrowing if they want something. It's a runaway train. We'll deal with that part in another podcast. But this part. So this is why they were utterly unmoved by the jobs. They aren't even going to consider the economic impact of what they do. Again, this is all good because it's going to finally spur states to act. And I'm going to tell you what the template is. It's already beginning in North Dakota. But first... Let me lay out exactly how bad this is. The Canadians are, as I said, absolutely freaking out, and they should be. Here's from the Canadian National Post article. And what they're talking about is how Biden will not rein in or take action against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Here's what they write. Officials in Michigan are looking to force the shutdown of Line 5, a pipeline carrying 540,000 barrels of Canadian oil and other petroleum products each day from Superior, Superior, Wisconsin, to refineries in Sarnia, Ontario. So this is coming from Wisconsin. They refer to it as theirs because it's, it's, it's coming to them. It's theirs. The move would have a devastating impact on the Canadian economy, vaporizing thousands of jobs on both sides of the border and cutting off a crucial supply of gasoline and jet fuel to Ontario and Quebec. See, this is the shock. And they write it in this article. Look, we, 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 we understand you cutting off the investment dollars. Excel just has that's investment oil. We don't use it. We just they drill it. We refine it. And then it goes out on the, you know, the, the, the Gulf and they sell it. This they need to keep the lights on. The jets and the cars rolling. They can't believe this is on the table to be shut down. This is a, from a quote from Joe Comartin, the Canadian government's consul general. Quote, the bottom line in terms of the economy is it's a big threat. He's talking about Canada's economy. Certainty. Michigan's uh, decision certainly has the potential for damaging our relationship with the United States, he says in an interview. Now, this is Joe, who said we're supposed to always come come last, right? we got to do whatever our allies want or else. Well, that's not what he's doing. Here's the problem. In November, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer said she would revoke a 1953 easement that allows Line 5 to cross the Straits of Mackinac. Ontario has begged her not to. They're now begging Biden to stop her. I guess the logic is they're the same party. In the same party, maybe they could be reasoned with. Ontario doesn't get it yet. They can't. And here's the amazing thing, folks. Ontario is reeling. Canada is reeling. This is a near socialist country, and their jaw is hanging open at what's going on in Washington right now. All right, I'll read more from the article. Ontario has warned that shutting down Line 5 would cut off nearly half the crude oil it needs to make petroleum products such as gasoline. I mean, they'd be up the creek, y'all. All of the jet fuel used at Toronto's Pearson International Airport is made in Sarnia and distributed through Line 5. It also carries, listen to this, 
propane used to heat homes in northern Michigan and Ontario and supports thousands of jobs, again, on both sides of the border, they write. Line 5 is part of Enbridge's mainline system, which delivers roughly 2.8 million barrels of oil a day, more than half of Canada's total production from northern Alberta to the U.S. Midwest. So you see these pipelines, they're, they're crossing, they're going back and forth. We are absolutely dependent on Canada and they are dependent on us. And Canada is slowly starting to realize, or quickly, quicker than the American people, they're shutting the lights off in Washington. The Democrat Party is shutting the lights off in Michigan. I mean, this is literally going to blow back on Whitmer State. There's going to be people freezing in the middle of winter. She doesn't care. The panic becomes more palpable as the Canadian article rolls on. Canadian officials point out that Line 5 is a matter of energy security, unlike pure export projects like Keystone XL. The pipelines, the pipeline giant's proposal to replace Line 3, this is another one, which carries Canadian crude oil from northern Alberta to Wisconsin, has also been met with resistance by state-level governments and regulators. In some way, they say, some ways they say it's much better than line, bigger than Line 3. This is much bigger than KXL because those pipelines were moving product for sales, not for our domestic use, said Sarah Coldvetter, principal at Earns Cliff Strategy Group. Now, they've tried to talk to Whitmer and to reason with her. She won't even return their call. She's a Democrat, by the way. But again, why should we be confused? They told us climate czar... John Kerry told us what they were going to do. They are going to meet the Green New Deal goals of eliminating coal, oil, and natural gas as electricity sources, period, by 2035. I had always thought the statewide rebellion would begin over guns. But I think I was wrong. I think it's going to be over energy. Out of necessity. As cold places try to figure out how they'll keep the heat on. And North Dakota faces the extinction of its economy. What do you hear what they have planned? Next. The rebellion begins in North Dakota, and this time it's not over tea or even guns. It's over the Dakota Axis Pipeline, a target of the left for a long time, or as it's also called the Bakken Pipeline. It's a 1,172-mile-long underground oil pipeline. You'll understand where this is going and how it connects to your freedom in a second. It begins in the shale oil fields of the Bakken Formation in, you know, the northwest part of North Dakota. And it continues through South Dakota to to Iowa to an oil terminal near Patoka, Illinois. And then it eventually moves to Nederland, Texas. It forms the Bakken system. The North Dakota economy is very much attached to all of this. And that's why they're going first. Republicans have filed a bill in North Dakota... That would create a process to review and reject presidential executive orders. See where we're going with this? Here's how it would work. It would create a mechanism to review presidential executive orders and end state cooperation with enforcement of presidential orders if it was determined they violate the U.S. Constitution. So the way that it would work is that the attorney general would study the executive order. This process, according to the bill, would set the stage to nullify i.e. wipe out executive orders, federal presidential executive orders in North Dakota. So here's what would happen. Under the law, the state and its political subdivisions and any publicly funded organization would be prohibited from implementing any executive order from the federal government, from the president, that restricts a person's rights or that the attorney general determines violates the Constitution. And the law 
specifically covers executive orders that relate to pandemic or other health emergencies. Listen to this regulation, any regulation of natural resources, including coal or oil, the regulation of the agricultural industry, the use of land, period. The regulation of the financial sector as it relates to the environment. There again, that's them protecting oil, social or governance standards and the regulation of the constitutional rights to keep and bear arms. Okay, this is just a bill that's been filed in North Dakota. Watch it closely. Whether it will ultimately pass doesn't matter at the moment. It's a shot over the bow. Maybe North Dakota will go first. These states whose, you know, guns don't really affect your economy. You can have esoteric arguments over them. But when they come for the energy jobs, millions of them. Folks, do you realize this? Joe Biden is seriously talking about shutting down drilling in federal and offshore lands. Do you know how much drilling that is? It's 22 percent of our total oil drilling as a country and 12 percent of our natural gas production. Yeah, that's a lot. It represents over a million jobs. What you're seeing are extreme reactions to extreme presidential orders and an extreme agenda unlike any we've ever seen before. Mark my words, if North Dakota doesn't go first, somebody else will. They'll have to. And this is the template. North Dakota is asserting its right to overrule not just presidential orders, executive orders, but also court orders about those executive orders. And in essence, what it's saying is you can't enforce those here. There, this is based, by the way, this is where this comes from. Um, and, oh, by the way, and it would cease any cooperation with the government, the federal government for enforcement. This is based on founding father James Madison's Federalist Paper Number 46, in which he makes really clear in his advice for states and individuals that they are not only allowed to refuse to cooperate with the federal government, it is incumbent upon them to do so. And here's a quote from it, quote, refusal to cooperate with officers of the union when what they are asking is unconstitutional. Now, they asked Fox News senior judicial analyst Judge Napolitano, Andrew Napolitano, about this once. And they were asking him about this in reference to guns. And he agreed this type of approach would be extremely effective because, you know, in a televised discussion on federal gun laws, he said, look, a single state refusing to cooperate with enforcement would make federal gun bans and laws nearly impossible to enforce. And he's right. And they know it's coming. Think about this, folks. What have we seen the beginning of? I've talked about it on the podcast. Purchase. Started with the National Guard, right? What are they using for the first time? Not just terrorist databases to background those 25,000 guys, although they did use that too. NSA database. What are they looking for? Political beliefs. What are they doing next? Well, we've had the defense secretary nominee, the guy Biden's nominated, say, yeah, we're going to do it with the military too. And then again, what does the domestic terror bill do? I'm threading this all together for you. It creates offices in the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI to do what? Background every single law enforcement officer in the entire United States of America, including sheriff's deputies, police officers, for the most podunk town to the biggest city. In the same way, the National Guard was vetted. Why? They are anticipating this. They know what they are doing is so radical that you're going to begin to see states like North Dakota rebel. But what would happen in such a state like North Dakota if they went forward with it? My prediction People would flock there in droves. They would see a massive economic boom. 
as people seeking freedom go. And especially now when we're seeing these incredible surveys like we've seen just in the last week from NBC and Redfin showing that just 11 percent of companies intend to bring all of their employees back to work after COVID. The rest intend to let at least some, if not most, work from home. Another incredible survey from Redfin, 30 percent of home sellers and buyers say that if they are allowed to work from home, they will move. America is more mobile than it has ever been in our lifetimes, just as people moving to take advantage of freedom has become so important to the preservation of the Constitution. You are going to see businesses knocking down the doors to get into a place like North Dakota. You're going to see people seeking freedom knocking down the doors to get into a place like North Dakota. Now, there's going to have to be another phase to this. Eventually, a state that does this is going to have to defend its borders. We'll get to that in the future in order for freedom to continue to work. But for now, this is the beginning. Another few weeks of this, and North Dakota is not going to be the only state doing it. Pray they pass it. I want to leave you today with a sound you may have made at one time. It's the sound of somebody losing their job. And I want to end the podcast with it because it's a powerful reminder of what the cost of these dreadful policies is on just one person. Take it and multiply it by the 10,000 jobs destroyed this this week by Biden and understand the numbers will go into the hundreds of thousands to the millions before he is done and understand the power and the fury of what I'm about to play for you. And then you'll understand why. Nancy Pelosi decided that we ought to keep the National Guard around and keep D.C. militarized through March. Ask yourself, what are you planning to do if you think D.C. should stay militarized through March? Ask yourself this. In the very same week that the Democrats, who have labeled Trump's wall as racist, xenophobic, and immoral, propose what? A permanent fence around the Capitol. Well, isn't that racist, xenophobic, and immoral? And people who expect to have the general support of the people don't have to build fences to keep them out. It gives you an idea what they're planning and what they fear the backlash might be. Not suggesting any backlash would be good. I don't think that's a good way to fight. I think you fight the way North Dakota is, peacefully, with nullification. Anyway, I want, you to, I want to end with this epic rant by an oil worker uh, with, who lost his job this week on the XL pipeline. And I want you to imagine this angst multiplied by 1,000 and then 10,000 and then a million and imagine how it could change our country, how it will change our country. The man, by the way, not that it should matter, is black. And he was a Trump supporter. Still is. Well, lost my job today. Stroke of a pen. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense how at the stroke of a pen, me, my buddies, all of us, we lost our jobs. I just got a, bought this car. had a six-year payment plan on it so i'm probably gonna have to sell the car and then probably won't be able to make next month's mortgage it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense how did donald trump i know how they took it they didn't steal the election 
when you steal something, you that's when no one knows that you took it. But they outright boldly went in and said, we're going to fucking take this presidency from you. Screw the American people. Screw you, Donald Trump. Screw everybody. America last. And oh, by the way, you guys are going to lose your job. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.